Welcome back, bitches. This is Girl Why Podcast with your hosts, Vanessa and Terry. Your weekly podcast where no topic is off limits. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Terry. And I'm Vanessa. Happy Thursday, everybody. Happy Thursday. Today, we have Chloe from Stripper Stories. Hi, Chloe. Hi, how's it going, ladies? Thank you for having me today. It's um, going good. How are you? Yeah, I'm really good. I'm uh, in London at the moment. This is where I'm I'm from. Um, hear the accent. It's pretty I out love there. the accent. <laughs> Thank you. And uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a sex worker. I've never done full service. It's the only thing I've, I've not done myself. Personally, for me, that was something that I drew, like that was my line. Um, just because I am one of those simple women that can't decompartmentalize their brain and figure out that sex can be... <laughs> Fucking fun and work, which uh, I have a lot of girlfriends who do do it. And I'm like, they are queens in my mind, but I am one of those very simple, simple creatures. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm, I've been a dancer at a uh, strip club since I was about 23 years old, uh, pre-corona. And then now I work online as a cam girl. I've done um, professional doming in the past um, when the dungeons were open, which was seems a long fucking time ago. <laughs> I have cracked the whip. Um, and then, yeah, I think I've pretty much dabbled in most things um and yeah i've had a lot of sugar daddies sugar baby experiences so yeah i've kind of been around the block for the last 10 years and now i do a podcast for stripper stories which is uh born out of covid and um where i can just basically just let loose on all my fucking slutty shit that people don't normally talk about especially in london we're very kind of stiff upper lip uh the I guess like the, the stories are true. We don't really talk about much here, um, <laughs> especially sex work. So yeah, we're very similar to the US in the, in the respect that uh, it is illegal here. Um, we don't have uh, sex worker rights. We don't get help by the government since COVID unless you're self-employed and you pay taxes, which I do. So we do get help, but not through any sex worker um, avenue at all. Um, and yeah, so it's all done very much underground and behind closed doors. So um yeah, hopefully through our podcasts and other things that are out there that will hopefully change. Um, but yeah, I haven't seen any signs of it recently. <laughs> yes. yeah. One of my questions was actually going to be, because I don't know, I just, I've never been to London. I just watch movies like I'm sure a lot of people do. Yeah. But like down here, like a lot of the strippers are considered freelancers and they can kind of pop around from club to club. And then, you know, if they do anything behind closed doors, they like, call it like the champagne room. Oh, go to the champagne room. Right. And then yeah. that's where the naughty, the freaky naughty happens. Is it yeah. kind of the same over there? Um, it is in some clubs, I would say. There's different rules, like there is in any workplace, different rules, different place. Um, mm. So yeah, I've known there's been little naughty shenanigans going on after work, uh, especially at hotels. They normally take it out of the place of work. So we can't really do anything in the club just because... Uh, we've got councils over here where they check all the CCTV and most of them have to be on, unfortunately. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it's very, very strict. There's a meter away distance that no one can touch. So in the US, obviously, you can you can use your body however you want, which is like much more free and you can make, I guess, a lot more money that way. Um, mm -hmm. In the sex work community that I've I've encountered, I've never worked there myself, but through the, the podcast, women have said that it's uh, a lot easier to make money because you can actually interact with people in real life. You know, it's not like mm. pre-corona when we could lick each other's faces in the strip club, you <laughs> can do it too. So uh, over here, you can't touch anyone. You can't even link an arm with a customer anymore. Oh, wow. It's completely like, it's almost like corona. 
<laughs> before Corona was happening. And that's, so, yeah, that is interesting because yeah. we're in South Florida. So especially like in Miami and stuff, I mean, the strip clubs here, you could like, you kind of said like, I've been to them. I mean, you can touch, I mean, within a limit, but for the most part, you can get away with like a lot. And especially depending on the actual stripper and what she will allow, they yeah. really don't like, you know, stop you or shy you away and then like terry said there's like the champagne room vip rooms things like that where obviously you can go into a more private setting um but yeah like here it's especially like i said in miami i feel like there's like hardly any rules you know yeah i love that though that kind of gives me um hope for the world like london is i don't think it's ever really going to get there like you know what we're like we want to uh brexit every all of that shit it literally follows through and seeps through into our every single thing that we do um whether you work in the sex industry or you work in a bank, like everything's just very stiff upper lip. So uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of my girlfriends who've worked in the US find it fucking amazing. So I like that a lot, but still, I mean, obviously the rights over there aren't, aren't great for strippers. Um, right. They're trying to legalize, legalize sex work in lots of states now. I can, um, I mean, I've, I've kind of like investigated a bit. We have no <laughs> sign over here of that happening. So fucking shit. <laughs> it's a little bit shit. <laughs> yeah. Excuse my, like, lack of, like, geography knowledge. Like, where is Amsterdam at in relation to London? Um, because it is, it's, it's basically, like, a two-hour plane journey. It's in Europe, but um, okay. it's, not, it's not far away. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I went there for my birthday last year. Freaking loved it. <laughs> all the mushrooms, all the weed, all the strippers, just what That's you want. That's where I need to go. Yeah, it's so good. Um, yeah, I have a sidebar heard... question, too. Go ahead, Terry. No, you go ahead. Well, because she said she was in London originally when we originally booked you, I thought you were in Canada today, but you're in London right now, which is totally cool. How is the energy with this whole Meghan Markle, Prince Harry drama? I know it has nothing to do with the stripper thing, but I had to ask. Yeah, of course, of course. I mean, who I mean, isn't talking about it? Right? I'm like, I'm on Instagram. I'm like, oh, shit. That's all no, it okay. is. That's all it is. Since oh. Sunday, literally it's all you read about like e-news everything all their stories are like Meghan Markle the prince and now prince william said his little comment so this will be for the next three weeks but what's the energy like i mean you know what we've been having drama with the royal family since the day i was born since the day my father was born like we've been hearing about all of the things that happen behind closed doors there and the sort of shit they get away with and and kind of um i think it's more the older population who was were born in a simpler time i'd like mm -hmm. to say who Makes kind sense. of think the royal family that you know they literally can't do anything wrong so we have to be careful over here especially our media i mean you heard pierce morgan you're like you know what i mean like everybody's got a, an opinion um and for me personally i don't think we need a monarchy anymore loads of people have, have thought that for a really fucking long time it is uh, what what is the point in it Antiquated. And, yeah it really is and and how is it now that a woman can't get up there? We're all talking about mental health and being aware about mental health and, and Black Lives Matter and all these really fucking important, important things that are going on in the world, especially being highlighted this year. And why is it that the one woman who's getting up there and saying exactly all the, all the things that she wants to say and all the positive light is getting completely slated for it? Because I think a lot of things it's to do with is the royal family can't do anything wrong. And it's almost like a sacred institution that is uh, being protected for so fucking long. And I hope now that it's being seen in a completely different light, personally. Um, but it's not seen as such a big thing over here. Like, I know that America is going mental over it because- They sure, we sure are. <laughs> yeah, and I'm just Myself like- Myself included, I'm like- Yeah. Watching, I'm all over it. <laughs> yeah, and, and I find it fascinating. But the thing is, this isn't the first time this has happened. I mean, 
a, a, a king had to abdicate the throne to marry a actress not right. so long ago, you know? It, and it's kind of like... I think for us, it's because it has always been so like hush hush and like everything is so private, like as far as the information we get. So I think for the first time to get a little bit of like a window in, um, especially from someone so close, I mean, it's Prince Prince Harry. I think that's a fascination. So we don't have to talk about it much more. I just wanted to pick your brain on that. Um, You said earlier that you did the podcast thing because of the whole COVID thing. So had you always wanted to do a podcast or was it just like COVID and the timing and like, how did that all go? Um, you know what? I actually wasn't really massive into podcasts. I mean, before COVID, I like listening to a few of them, like Serial. You know, everyone loves a bit of Serial every now and again. Yes, Or yes. like a bit of Joe Rogan, guilty. because everyone does. Yeah, you're you know all I mean? guilty. <laughs> all guilty. All the big standard ones. Um, but I was never really thinking about like me actually doing it myself. I hate mm-hmm. the sound of my own voice. And I don't know <laughs> what to talk about. Right. Right. I know. That's I me. You feel it's like, oh God, I sound like a, well, especially with my accent, a pompous fucking asshole. Like, I think I sound like a man. So, <laughs> no, no. Whatever. <laughs> no, yeah. Fuck it. Exactly. Um, so, it's definitely been something through lockdown because I am bored shitless and, uh, yeah, I want to make more friends. I'm one of those simple, very, low, uh, I guess, secluded uh, sex workers who work online. So I don't really get to meet a lot of fucking people. So I'm like, yes, podcast friends. Let's fucking start with that shit. Especially yeah. people who want to talk about sex. I'm like, yes. Which um, I'm sure I, you get a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. Not, well, actually, you know, not as many men as I would fucking like. Women, yes. Women are all fucking oversexed. I don't get a lot of men this side of the pond. I'm like grabbing them by the dicks. Like, Why do you think that is? Um, I think, I don't know. I think it's just because maybe in that, especially straight men in their circles and their communities, they don't really speak that candidly about sex in the way we would talk about it. Like the emotional side of things, maybe Mm -hmm. like how things relate to, I don't know, like how you feel in mm-hmm. regards to sex. Men's just like, oh yeah, she's fit. Did you bang her? <laughs> yeah. Anal? Anal, yeah. yes or no? I fucked her. Yeah. Seriously. I fucked her. Pussy Literally. was great. Great. Nice tits. <laughs> Do it again. Do it again. And you're just like, oh, that's just Neanderthal chatter. Fuck off. <laughs> take them out of that kind of, that world. I think it might be quite daunting because men that don't really sense. talk about it the same way, you know? So um, I found a few. I'm just like asking them all those questions like, have you had a finger in your bum? And they're just looking at me like, I can't possibly say. Like, yes, you can. Yes, you can. Um, do, you, so, yeah. do you know how hairy your asshole really is? <laughs> have you seen it? Yes. Have you looked back there? Exactly. Loads of men how, haven't, you know. So before like COVID, because I know like OnlyFans is super huge over here in the US right now for the same reasons. Everybody and their mother has an OnlyFans account. Like I'm surprised yeah. my mom isn't on OnlyFans at this point because everybody <laughs> is. Like, how did you meet sugar daddies before? Is it like a seeking arrangements? Because that's what I think the website still is over here to connect with someone that way. Is it the same? Or yeah, do you just um, hold up like a billboard sign and say, I'm looking for a sugar daddy? Yeah, literally, I have some space. Space in the calendar um, between my legs. No, I'm kidding. I feel like, uh, yeah, in the club when we first, uh, when I first started dancing, you'd have guys back in the golden age of stripping when people used to actually spend money on that shit. They'd say, "Would you? Could we take you out for dinner? Uh, do a monthly arrangement just for companionship?" Blah, yada yada yada. And you'd guess, I guess you'd guess whether they were genuine or not, time waster or not. You always get your money up front. That's kind of how I met my guys through the strip club. Um, and I have tried seeking arrangements, not that good. It's a lot of fucking 
cheap men personally from my experience i haven't had a good experience on there um there's a thing called what's your price which is where it's a dating app where you pay for dates with women so you know how we always get our like fucking backup when we go and put our makeup on for a tinder date and you end up spending like two hours on your makeup all this mac makeups waste on your face your face is worth like a hundred quid before you even go out and then the guy turns up in a fucking pajama bottoms and looks like a piece of shit and asks you to half the <laughs> and you're like what the fucking point of this shit right we've all been there so there's this website that's like what's your price where the guy pays you it's a hundred quid a hundred pounds or 150 200 just to go for the date just for the dinner so it, it's like an incentive to go out. Normally these men are a bit older, but the conversation is still fucking good. And if you're not really looking to have sex or like put yourself out there that way, it's still a fucking great evening where you don't feel like you've really Wasted like- your time. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so you can- I like that. Mm, I like that. Get on that, get on that, Terry. I know. I'm married I so I can't, but Terry, you get on that because yeah. these dates that you've been going on, wasting your time, at least pay some you know bills for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> No, I what? got in, I, I did try seeking arrangements once and that was when I first moved down here and I was like, I just like need food. Like, like I'm hungry. I want to like go out there and take my like to go box home with me of like the steak I order or whatever. And this guy was like, your job is really getting in the way of our personal time. And I had never even met him yet. I was just like, well, you're trying to meet me at very strange hours. Is it because you're married? Mm. And then it got real quiet. Oh, and yes, he was married. So he wanted to meet me when his wife was at work. And I was like, I'm done with this website. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not trying to meet you at 10 a.m. What are we going to do? Have eggs and look at each other? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's not good. Not good. So we had, um, I want to get into some of the dancing questions. What is the most common request that you get when you're dancing? Because you know how some customers, if you go back room, like, I don't know, feet stuff, ear stuff. Like what's the creep, like the most common? Um, I mean, I've got a lot of feet people, but they can't touch your feet in the UK. So it's literally just staring at your souls, like not in your, (laughs) like your literally your wrinkly souls. They're like, flex those wrinkly souls. I'm like, okay, all right, that's okay. Right in your face like this for about 15 minutes. That's been a thing. And mostly it's, yeah, it's just like face down, ass up. Guys like to see literally what you have for dinner. So like, oh my just, god, it's that in the UK. I'm no dead. one can touch you, but they can stare intently into Which your ass. That's creepy. I think that's yeah. almost yeah. more creepy than the touching because it's just like, I don't know. No one likes to be just stared at <laughs> with nothing going. Like no communication, other like no other forms of communication or touching. Yeah. That would actually just. I would find that probably harder than like doing stuff i think personally but that's just my yeah. thought right now <laughs> yeah no, i'd be I like am i at the gyno or am i dancing like <laughs> yeah like the staring part would like be like throwing me all the way off <laughs> i completely agree it's not normal i prefer to just dance chat i mean it's hard to find a guy who can come into a strip club and actually live like relive their kink because you can't do anything it's online on cam where you'd have like i get a lot of guys who love cheating they have a, like a cheating kink I think it's about the deception or some shit. I don't fucking know. I mean, I try not to judge. I get a lot of people who love bestiality, like age play, oh race play. Oh my God. It's, it's, it's wild. Like people, yeah. I, I think in lockdown as well, it's become more of a thing because people are so starved of human interaction that they're just like fucking losing their shit. And, um, and there are times, there are lots of things I just won't do. You know, like age play. How low can you go? 
18 it's got to be legal i mean mm-hmm. it's got to be legal that's it <laughs> and he's like well can you not just mm, put your pigtails in no i'm okay like i'm okay what other like, stuff are you like absolutely not so you said age play uh, race play, racial slurs, anything to do with race. I'm like, fuck off. Like, that smart. is just absolutely outrageous to me, personally. Smart. No, I think that's smart. Yeah, I'm just, I won't even get into it. Um, bestiality to animals. So, like, yeah. no. Uh, shitting. Hmm. I'd shit on someone, but to be shat on, no. I mean, not that you can do that on camera, but to shit on a camera, with your, they normally want your face in it as well. I don't know why they want... That, it's but. so weird like when you hear because like me and terry i actually to date we did uh what have we done like three fetish episodes where we talked about all of it and those today are are still every day our highest listens no matter what day of the week it is seven days a week and it's just crazy to me like you say like the bestiality like i don't even know how you could get into that and even discover and plug into that because like it's a fucking animal but that's just me yeah it's normally women getting fucked by dogs that's what or horses and stuff yeah yeah i've seen that one guy was like check out this website i'm like oh do i even go down the the fucking hole of discovery but you know when you really want to understand like i'm really curious and i try not to judge people um by you know someone said this to me the other day do not yuck someone's yum and i was like that's a really fucking good way of saying it like Mm -hmm. and and i and i try not to so i was like okay i'll look at this website Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that was perfect timing. <laughs> perfect timing. He's like, don't do it. Don't Luna do it. Luna for the win. <laughs> yeah. It was like, absolutely not. Yeah, it was literally horrific. <laughs> Another question I had, I don't know if it was on the outline, but so now that you're doing a lot of cam work, so what is a day like for cam work? Like when you get up, do you just say, I'm going on today at one o'clock? Or how does that, like, walk me through a day? Yeah, okay. So um, I used to be that girl that was just like, when do I go on? I I realized that because you obviously work for yourself and I'm in Corona. So all I really want to do is sleep anyway Mm. (laughs) and eat. Um, I was just like, I have to make myself a rotor. So I start at 9am, I log on and I don't advertise you. So you can advertise to be on the front page of the website. Mm -hmm. um, So people can see you, um, I guess more. Uh, But for me, that doesn't really work as well because if they're seeing the same people on the front page all the time, they almost like just gloss past you. So I don't do that. I kind of, I jot around the web, the website that works best for me. And I work till about 7 PM. Um, and I just leave it on. It's a long day, but I don't sit here at the computer, like leave it on in the background. So no one can see me. Okay. 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 Gotcha. So you can still do like things if you need to do things. Okay. Gotcha. 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 Yeah. And then like, how does that work? Like, so when someone, you know, let's say I go on the website and I see you, your picture or whatever. And I'm like, okay, I like her. I want to talk more, move forward. Then what happens? Do they click on you and kind of explain that part? Yeah. Okay. So they, they, they have two options. There's Mm -hmm. group, like group price, which is a lot less than a private price. So a lot of people can come into group and watch you do a show or talk about whatever you want to talk about. And you have to give, I guess, as most as you can equal, uh, opportunities to all which is fucking difficult when there's like 25 men or they're like eh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not great um i prefer private and then so you click on one of those depending on what you want to see most people start with group anyway because they want to see if you're like actually like your pictures and then Makes they want to see like if you're i mean i don't put makeup on that's one thing i fucking don't do i don't wash my hair i mean i'm one of those people who's like the more i'd say rugged and natural cam girls i don't put wait i don't put fucking eyeshadow on none of this i like shit. that I'm though like, this is you get what you get 
Yeah, exactly. And like, I feel like even if you didn't shave your vagina or you didn't shave your legs, no one could fucking see it on these cameras anyway. So it doesn't fucking matter. You're so um, right. You're so right. Yeah. So I just don't bother. And a lot of the time I just sit there like kind of naked and or, or at least with maybe a bra and just like whatever. I'm just like this. So no mm. one can see. So like shoulders up. Um, and then if they say, oh, I'd like to see like what you look like, maybe I'll stand back a bit from the camera being paid. Mm -hmm. I will never do anything at all unless I'm in private. And I, I don't like even that. speak. I don't speak. I type. No one ah. hears my voice. Oh, that's smart, though. That's smart. That's really interesting. You know what? You got to pay. If not, why bother? I'm with you, girl. I am so with yeah. you. For real. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and also typing slower. So like... If you're getting paid per minute and then you're just, like, just oh sorry, spelt that wrong, well, let's just delete it and start again. Like, or, you know, whatever. I think that as long as you can type and speak really slowly and ask sorts of questions, the money's racking up. Like, me and my friends have a joke sometimes that uh, I, I go off camera quite a lot and hide in other areas of the house or pretend like I'm doing something else or the door's just gone two seconds, wait there, and I'll go and phantomly get my post from the door. <laughs> you know, a lot of that is like a thing that uh, we do during the day just to long things out, but yeah. I don't blame you. Hey, I don't blame that smart. You gotta do what you gotta do. Yep, yep. <laughs> Silly. Silly. So really. does your family know that, um, that what you do for a living or have done or? Yeah, I mean, yeah, my parents know that I danced um, mm -hmm. and my sisters know, all my friends know, obviously I've got a podcast talking about anal, like lots of people know everything about <laughs> me. Um, but obviously I use my, my stripper name because not personally for my benefit, it's more my friends and family that have come on my podcast who want to talk about like sensitive subjects. If they knew that it was them, they use a, like a, a fake name too. Yeah. Through me that they probably get found out if I was using my normal name and, mm -hmm. and showing my face. So it's more for them than for me. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's like I said this to my, my friend the other day, it's like your sex life. Your parents don't need to know every single thing about you, like with no. your job. It's the same thing. Right. I don't need to be like, oh yeah, mom, I like fisted myself in the asshole last week. Right. Like, <laughs> no one does that. No one needs to know. It's like, mom, yeah, I work in sex industry. That's it. How, now let me ask you, whenever you decided to get into this, like you said, I think it was like 10 years ago-ish, how did you say, hey, mom, hey, dad, I'm going to get into this? And how did they react? And were they totally on board and open and supportive? Or did you kind of have to show them that you could still be a good daughter, good person, good everything, blah, blah, blah? Yeah, I mean, um, my parents are quite traditional. They were quite traditional. I think mm -hmm. as they got uh, more like, I guess, old and retired, they've become a bit more open-minded, which I quite like. But yeah. um, I didn't, didn't tell them when I first started. Okay. They didn't know what I did. I think I made up, like a, I think I worked in like a champagne lounge. Like I was a waitress, right? So I, mm -hmm. I, I went to drama school and wanted to act. So on the side of my acting, I was like, the only job I like to do in the evenings, just away from my auditions is, is working in a champagne room. So they kind of got my hours. And then as now, now I've got a bit more like confident with, with myself and what I do. I thought, you know what, it's my mom, like whatever. So I told her and she was like, you know what, I had an inkling. And I already oh, knew. I, I love like, it. Great. Mom's always know. Mom's yeah. always know. <laughs> yeah, she knew. And she was like, this is why you never ask for help with money or anything. Like, you never ask for help. And I'm like, we wondered why that was. And I was like, yeah, fair enough, actually. Because <laughs> we were like, well, okay. Yeah, so they kind of knew already. And they were super cool about it. They were like, can we ask you some questions about it? Um, and I told them everything. And then, yeah, and it's been pretty chill. I mean, not everybody's had the same reaction. Um, I'm, a lot of my friends have had like much more difficult situations or even their mum's been like, go down the strip club, have a great time. You know, you mm -hmm. can have a, it depends on the family and the communication, but 
Have you lost anybody in your life? Like meaning that they like shunned you because they didn't agree with your choices or whatever? Yeah. Really? Yeah. People really close to you? Yeah. Lots of girlfriends. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, honestly. I mean, yeah. It's weird to say because like I had this, I mean, I had this massive group of girlfriends at uni, like (laughs) in college, like, and and they were all like my best friends. The ones, mm-hmm. you know, if they had a, if they had to be taken to an abortion clinic, I was like the girl that drove, you know? Right, or, right. Like, picking them up from gangbangs. I was the girl that picked them up and dressed them, like dragged them out of the gangbang. Like, it wasn't an issue. We all knew how open we were about sex. And then, mm-hmm. you know, one day I just said to them, I'm thinking about dancing to help pay off my master's degree. And they just, one of them, one after another, like lemmings just didn't speak to me again. Interesting. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. And I asked a few of them why. They were like, yeah, you're just not really, you know, the sort of girl we, wanna, we want to, we want in our lives right now. We're, we're going to be teachers. We're, we're teaching, uh, you know, secondary school, primary school kids. And, you know, I just, we just don't feel like you fit in with us anymore. And I'm like, right, you girls are not what I thought you were. Like, this is not what we were talking about when, you know, you mm-hmm. were in a gangbang. Like, was... Don't forget where you came from. Okay? I wasn't going to um, be the one to say it, but yeah. So, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know? and like, I'm not surprised because of sometimes I feel like people are so close-minded with lots of things, not just strippers. Like, I mean, just so many topics we can go on and on. And that, yeah, like, I feel like sometimes if you don't fit into a certain bubble in someone's life or like a certain little square of their life, that's it. You're like, you're garbage, basically. Right. So I, 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 I understand all, that. Yeah, we've all probably had that with girls, haven't we? Like, you and know, women are the first, of course, yes. They we are, are. They're so judgy. Enemies, yes. It's, it's, yeah. oh, I think it's getting better with these movements and things like that and us empowering each other. But there still always has been and will be, I think, for a while, that level of jealousy and judgment and all of that because, actually, I don't know why, but it's just, it's there. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's mental. It's like, it's so unhealthy as well. It's just like, why? You know, like when you had There's that There's enough room for everybody to be successful. Right. Exactly. Exactly. I don't know. Yeah. I think it's, it was another thing they said, like, we don't want you to be around our boyfriends. I'm like, I was really? going to ask you Oh my question. God. The thing you said that, do you struggle with that? Because I could see girls, especially insecure uh, women, not wanting you around because the stripper friend is here and is she going to take my man kind of thing. Do you experience that a lot? You know what, right? Those women, yes. Those like little peasants back when I was 18 years old. But like now, no. I mean, my girlfriends now, a lot of them have husbands, wives, a lot of mm-hmm. them have, you know, partners and they all know what I do. I think they kind of know that it's more about the human being, being a nice human being. I'm yep. not my job, you know? And I think I agree hundred percent. Those assholes that like sack me off to, you know, uh, to live better lives without the stripper in there, you know, missed, then, um, you know, they can be, just because they've got normal jobs doesn't mean that they're like decent human beings. It's, it Absolutely really not. does fucking matter. Like, but they do, I mean, women, the priest, I mean, <laughs> they could be a, a priest and they do lots of things. I mean, not to get I mean, into religion, but we've all heard stories over and over and over again. So it doesn't matter what you do does not make you a good person or a bad person. The queen. Do you know what I mean? Yes, ma'am. Yeah. So it's just, it's funny though, isn't it? How we all judge each other, like based on what society says, like we correct. are supposed to be like, it's What's funny. supposed to be like the politically correct norm. Another yeah. question is what is your favorite thing to do? Like in the sex industry, like, you know, like you said earlier, like fisting your favorite thing, you know, like what's your favorite, like, you're like, yes, I'm game seven days a week, 365. If that's like what they were asking you all the time. I mean, oh. Standing I mean, in a dimly lit corner. 
<laughs> not saying anything. <laughs> that would be mine. <laughs> Literally. I actually feel you. Someone said to me the other day, like, what would be your, your ideal customer? And I'd be like, one that doesn't speak. <laughs> <laughs> and just stands there and pays me money just to be a statue. And I, I just it. don't, yeah. that's what I want. Or someone that I get to put in a body bag and put under the bed for half an hour and drag him out when I'm, you know, when I'm done. When I'm ready. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sounds really horrendous, but it's the fucking truth. I'm, I'm too old for that shit. Um, but I mean, in my sex life, I, I think I just, I like to be dominated. In my like real, obviously, job, I have to be quite dominant. So I like to kind of, kind of give that up and I think that that's in my real life in my in work I think it's just don't talk to me and like know your place it sounds really horrible but that's just that's just an acting it's Mm -hmm. like acting you know yeah yeah. Um, so for me I would rather you know be someone's companion 365 days a week and sit at dinner and be treated nice and like go get to go home before like 11 30 and go to bed I like that. <laughs> that's how that's how granny works now. Literally. You made me think of another question. Dating. Are you dating now? Yeah. Okay. And how how is that with your line of work? And how does your significant other deal? Um, he he knew about it since like the first date, and I'm living with him now, and it's two years later, and it's just great. Like he he knows what I'm doing. He knows about my podcast. He knows when I run into the next room to go on cam. He knows everything. Um, and I think. He he isn't the most vanilla person anyway. Like okay. he's he's quite like open like sexually. We communicate quite well. We don't really. Mm-hmm. I mean, we prioritize sex in our everyday life. So I think that that helps a lot. I think if um if someone you know, I guess you're dating someone that thinks porn is real and things like that, then you're gonna have a downhill you know a uphill struggle. I guess uh, right, to try right, right. and explain your job. Uh, but when people don't believe that it's real and they understand what you do and you communicate then you can have a healthy relationship. But trust me, I've had, like we all have, had some fucking horrendous ones, obviously. Because, you know, some people don't get it or you don't, you don't explain it well enough. Or they're just not, they come from, you know, it's almost like ingrained in their soul, like religion. That, you know, right. you are a sex worker, you are a slut. Yeah, and you're nothing, a whore, you're not, yeah. you, know, you can't be made honorable or whatever. And you, you'll never be a good wife or a good mother and blah, blah, blah. So yeah, that's good. So that's good that you have someone who totally understands exactly how it actually works and that you're doing your job. Yeah. Yeah. And if you ever need somebody to shit on and they ask you for that, like go take a shit right on his back. Right? <laughs> job done for the day. I'm just like, babe, can you just come and help me at work a second? Two seconds. Uh, I'll buy you dinner. It's like a dick. I don't care. Uh. So I wanted to share a quick message from our sponsors over at Smile Brilliant. This is a message for all of the nighttime teeth grinders out there. I know I'm very guilty of this and I'm not alone. Teeth grinding can cause worn in enamel, an abnormal bite, and very expensive dental procedures in the future. And the dentist is not cheap, you guys. I can't stress that enough. So how do you prevent it? Well, dentists recommend that you use a custom-fitted night guard, but these are not cheap. You're looking anywhere from two to $300, and if you like to save your money and keep it in your pockets, Smile Brilliant's Lab Direct process can get you the exact same custom-fitted night guards for as little as $45. Guys, let me repeat this, $45. Smile Brilliant also has custom fitted teeth whitening trays at a fraction of what you would pay at the dentist. So jump on this opportunity because they're giving Girl Y a great discount for all of our listeners. Head over to www.smilebrilliant.com and use code GIRLY at checkout for 30% off. Once again, that's www.smilebrilliant.com and use code GIRLY at checkout. This will save you big time money in the future and I can't stress this enough. Take care of your teeth, people.
Yeah, that'd be so good. What do you think is the biggest myth about sex work today? Probably like what we just said, like we are all sluts, that we are all easy mm -hmm. women that have no morals, we hate God, and like we are blasphemous, you know, snakes that, you know, stab each other in the back. That is not the case. It's like, you know, uh, being someone who works in hedge funds or like on Wall Street or whatever. Mm -hmm. These have, they all have their different, you know, or being a doctor or anything. They all have their like little, I guess, their niche situations where people feel that they're a certain type of person. And I, uh, I think it's ridiculous. It's almost like every time I used to go into a strip club, it was like, what's a girl like you doing in a place like this? Because I have a certain type of accent and I look a certain way. So they judge me for being in my industry. Cause like, yeah. why would a clever girl like you decide Like you don't do this, fit in. There's yeah, this lowly- a certain mold and look and stuff. Yeah, yeah, or like lowly job. Surely mm. you're clever enough to get a real job. I'm like, oh God, fucking- this is not a waffle. But flattering yourself with all your waffle. I just don't understand. And, and so, yeah, I mean, I think that, that for me is the biggest, uh, like, misconception about sex work is that, you know, we're, like, forced to be in it and it's, like, all uh, sex trafficking. And, like, there's a difference between sex trafficking and sex work. I mean, obviously, Absolutely. Absolutely. there is. Yeah. yeah. So, Night and day, it's completely different. Yeah. Um, what was I just going to ask her? Um or ask her something on the list because it literally just blew out of my head. So Terry wanted to know, do you dance in the windows like they do in the movies? <laughs> <laughs> Is that even like a real question, Terry? I love that question. No. <laughs> no, we don't. In, in Amsterdam, they do though. They have the windows and they have like the light up windows. That'd and be cool to see. I'd like to see that. Just yeah, but, like, the, the purple lighting and you just yeah. see like their silhouettes and like that's what I was envisioning. Now but I remember. Wait, before I forget, what is the craziest thing that you've been paid a lot of money for, but it's just like the weirdest, craziest thing that you're like, I can't even believe someone would pay for this. Oh, it's gotta be the munting story when I was paid to be a dead body. That was good. Oh my God. Tell me more. <laughs> Basically a guy came in and he was like, I got this fetish, it's munting. And I'm like, what? In the UK, when you call someone a munter, it means like you're ugly, like you're an ugly bitch, like munting bitch, right? Okay. So I thought that's what you, okay, so you, you want to like blaspheme all over me or just shout at me or some shit. He's like, no, 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 look it up. So I, I got my phone out and I was like looking, I was like in the strip club hiding my phone. And he's like, this is what I'm into. It's when two people def like steal a dead body from a morgue or somewhere and one person jumps in the dead body's stomach while the other person eats out the entrails from the dead body into their mouth, right? It's like a little pump and pump and dump or whatever you would call oh, it. Oh my God. So he was like, I'm really into that. I'm like, right. He's like, but you can't touch me in the strip club. And he's like, okay, I just want you to pretend like you're dead while I sit and talk to you and like, just imagine that you're a dead body. I'm like, great. Okay, perfect. I'll take a nap. Great. <laughs> Three hours later, still having a chat with the dead body, left with loads of money. He went home happy. Hopefully he tried it out on the stripper before he did it with a real dead body because it was way more fun with me um yeah and that was it dead body i'm 10 out of 10 I'm i like by that this. i like that <laughs> that's like a, that is a dream come true lay there and be quiet and like i said take a nap yeah, yeah. he was like could you just be a bit more dead and i was like <laughs> <laughs> oh, i love God. that <laughs> so I know I'm very like over here, like completely changing subjects, but I always have to ask about TV because we're in quarantine still like, well, people who have to be in quarantine. I watch a lot of TV. 
But I also like a lot of BBC. Do you guys watch a lot of American shows or like what are you watching currently? Um, I mean, I've watched a bit of The Bachelor just because, oh, you know, I know it's rough. Hor- horrendous, but I, I've watched a bit of it. Um, what else have I watched? Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Yes, you know, who Queen. Hasn't, who hasn't watched that? Um, I'm trying to think what else. Do you watch any Housewives and stuff? Is that popular over there? Yeah, it is a bit popular. We, it's a bit older, though, isn't it? I think. I think you guys are behind always a little bit. Like whenever we're whatever season we're on, I think you're like on a previous season usually with like most of the shows, from what I've understood. Yeah, yeah, we are. We're always a bit behind over here, basically. <laughs> <laughs> we are. Um, it's not good. So yeah, we get we get a lot of American TV shows, but like I'm very um, I'm like you, BBC. When you're like, I watch a lot of like British TV, which is a bit shit, really, but. I like the American, um, I don't know what you call them, like like reality TV shows kind of thing. Yeah, that's yeah. what I, yeah. that's literally like all we watch is anything. Yeah. I call it like, you know, all the reality junk, like you said, Kardashians, Housewives. Um, she watches The Bachelor more. I, I try, but it's it's very painful. Um, <laughs> but yeah, anything reality, uh, I'll watch. How, uh, yeah. What is it, Real World, all that? I'm into all that crap. Yeah, me too. I think you do, you guys do it better. We're yeah. just fucking boring. We're, you know we're, the, we're the originals. I yes, mean, you like are. The original uh, reality TV starts yeah. here, like for sure. And I mean, we love it. <laughs> and we're pretty fucking good at it, too. Yeah, you are. Fuck it off. It's ridiculous. So you should try um, what's the one that we like now, Terry Temptation Island? That's a good one. That's on um, here, it's on the USA Network. Uh, Write it down. Yes. Right. It's four couples or three or four couples that are basically, in my opinion, on the verge of breaking up and then they go, they separate and they go hang out with singles in these beautiful houses in Hawaii. And they all end up like cheating. Not all, but most of them end up cheating. Like the second season, the first girl was in bed with the guy first night. She was really in love. So good show. Oh, <laughs> that sounds like my favorite thing ever. I'm putting that right on after this. 100%. And then they show, they show clips of like the other couples. Like, like let's say your you boyfriend, your is boyfriend over there. having sex with someone yeah. else. They show you like him crawling into bed with another woman, and then like some men are in there crying in the shower. Everybody's all upset, and the single oh! people are like, "Fuck it!" Like it's very like um, interesting to watch. Fuck. Do you know what this reminds me of? It's the Playboy series Swingers. Did you watch that? Did you I hear have about seen that. that. Yeah, that was on yeah. HBO, I think. I think so. I think HBO had it. If I'm it was not. fucking it was, amazing. Like, a few years ago, right? We're talking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that was an HBO thing. It's very good. I yeah, see. it's like couples go in, don't they, and try to be swingers. Go into yes. the swinger house. Oh, so good. Speaking of swingers, how is that? Is that a big community in London and in Europe? No. 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 It's very underground. Like It's almost like they've got their little uh, their dating like They're their own little cult or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah gotcha, and then gotcha. they'll all like hang out with each other. Yeah. So what didn't we ask you that are common things that people either get wrong, always want to know when it comes to strippers? What did we miss? Um... I guess, like, I mean, maybe, like, uh, those people ask me, like, how, how to get into it or, you know, what yeah. were the first steps if you were going to try and do it? Especially now in Corona, those people need, like, extra forms of income. Yeah. Um, and it's just, like, or, like, how to learn more about it. It's more about, like, listening to, like, the stripper podcasts and listening to a bit of that if that's something you want to get into. Or ask someone on Instagram if you, like, know anyone who's got a podcast or like some six stripper Instagrams who people who are actually working, you can always ask them. People, we're not monsters, you know, like we're, yeah. we're all down to help other women like succeed most of the time. And I can't speak for everyone, but yeah. And I've had quite a lot of people email me like how to get into cam because cam is actually quite complicated. Like 
it's not like going into a strip club and just going for it. It's, it, it's very techy and like a bit shit. So if you want to, you know, get into something like that, I, ask around. Women will help you. I never asked anyone and I was fucking slow off the mark and I ended up losing loads of time and loads of money. Mm-hmm. Just ask people. Um, so that would be my main thing. Or, uh, you know, I guess listen to podcasts i love listening to podcasts speaking of podcasts where can our listeners tell us the name of your podcast where they can find it how they can subscribe all that good information yeah sure um i'm stripper stories so we've got our website stripperstories.com uh which has got our like youtube everything on there um and we're anywhere you listen to podcasts so it's spotify apple and yeah and we've got an instagram which is stripper stories podcast so yeah we're everywhere and do you drop an episode weekly monthly weekly most of the time unless i'm being a drunk bitch and it's my birthday which was last <laughs> week and i had to i had to literally you see all these unicorn balloons i'm like ah i'm drinking again it was a fucking nightmare so i couldn't i couldn't get the microphone just got my voice back I'm like, ah. um we've all yeah. been there girl we have I all know. been there unfortunately oh, <laughs> no. Shit. But yeah. so what are your plans willing this virus and people you know we get all of us become free again and back to some sense of normalcy what are your plans post-covid are you going to continue with the cam work or what are you thinking yeah um i think i've said this to a few people now i'm like am i really saying that i think i'm done with stripping i think really yeah i think i'm done i think covid's the right time to end it i think it was going a bit like funky just before covid anyway and i think Maybe I'll do like a week straight after COVID's done and everyone's going back to the clubs like, oh my God, I want to see some Making asshole. Making it rain. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I might go back That's for a right. week. Don't miss out on that because, you know, these guys, they are, I don't know about how it was there, but at one point in Texas, because people got so desperate, they created a drive through strip club. I know. I heard I'm about it. I'm sure this. you heard about it because everybody was talking about it. So you know that like once they open up, like the thirst, the thirst monsters are coming through. So you can't miss out on that week, girl. Exactly. Exactly. So I think I might come out of retirement for like a week and then I'll go straight back into it, do my day job on cam. I quite like it. it do you like cam? Yeah, I do. And like, sounds really boring, but now I'm in a relationship. Like, I mean, oh. <laughs> he, he's got a day job. So I want a day job so we can like hang out. Yeah, have normal time at night and dinner yeah. and dates and whatever. Um, <laughs> now, is camp something that you see yourself doing for like a long, long time? Or is there a time that you say, I'll be done with all of this and maybe move on to a completely different career? Yeah, um, I think it's really good to just have. And it's like, I think, especially if it's on cam and you're not having to swing around a pole, you can still do it any time in your life you know a lot mm-hmm. of the girls that I know on there are like 45 I mean mm-hmm. I wouldn't imagine myself doing it personally but I see them doing it and they're smashing it and like yeah. they're living their best they've got like their own money they can buy you know a couple of houses let them live and I, I like that and I think of that's course. the best thing about like the sex industry you can dip in and out um for me it's the podcast I like want to get to a place where I can actually pay my rent from it which would be a fucking fantastic moment I know it's getting like obviously more saturated with everyone doing podcasts in, in lockdown but it's everywhere I, yeah it's so it's such a lot isn't it it's but it's going to remember like a lot of us ourselves included we started during lockdown because that's obviously when people had finally the time to start and do things but i think once it ends the people that really want to stick and do it will and then i think you'll see the people that are going to fall off and get back out there and which is fine we need them to fall off and that'll leave room for all of us <laughs> yeah exactly you've got it <laughs> i got it exactly, all figured girl. out girl yes, now yeah. all we need to figure out is how we can get all these celebrities to stop making podcasts and go figure out your own crap. Because, I mean, I love my Michelle Obamas and, you know, uh, who else just did one? The Stassi's doing one from the... 
Lala Kent did from okay. Vanderpump Rules. You guys have enough of a platform. Get your own shit. Leave us alone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Leave I'm nothing for the rest of us. Correct. I'm like, come on. You guys can go like on anybody's TV program and talk about your crap anytime you want. Leave this little world for us. But whatever. That's like a whole nother conversation. <laughs> Maybe when lockdown's ended, they'll shut the fuck up too. Do you know what I mean? They probably will. Oh, they probably will. Everybody's just so fucking bored right now that they'll just like talk to a wall. Yeah, most people most people drop off. I see like when they create their new podcast, I give them like a month and then they just give up because they don't realize how much work it is to actually keep up with it and yeah. be consistent. And I was like, well, you can talk into a microphone, but like, who's going to listen to you if you don't do X, Y, Z and like make your website and your little social media and all that stuff. It's work. Yeah, it is. It's the same as um, OnlyFans. People used to think that was fucking no work at all. And then people would drop in and drop out of that. It's the same with podcasting. Yep. Only the fucking strong will survive. Yes, okay? ma'am. Yes. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> well, this was a lot of fun. I actually, this was a lot more fun than I expected, than I was uh, expecting. I didn't know what to expect, but I liked same. it. Same. Yeah, this was same. fun. I love talking about sex. I mean, it's a great topic. It always does well on the list. And so I'm sure this will be a very good episode. Anything else, Terry, before we let her go? Because I know you had a cutoff time and we are getting there. Sorry, girls. Yep, I think we're good. Amazing. All we'll right, have Ms. you back Chloe. on anytime, anytime. Yes, you, Ms. Can Chloe, you are welcome. Anytime on this podcast. Um, I think we should definitely have you back once things open back up. I want to know how all that goes for you. Yes, I'd love that. And also, ladies, come on my podcast. I want to invite Let us know. I would too. love it. Yeah. Yes. I'll just get some time in the in the diary and we'll book it in. Amazing. Yep. Email us. You know where to find us. And we would love to come on. Uh, we need to get our UK fans and all that. So let's yes. do it. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you so much. Absolutely, Chloe. Thank you. You have a great day. Uh, everybody stay happy and stay healthy.